because the book is about working by the power of God's grace. And so it is absolutely uh, about the grace is that divine enablement to be all God's called you to be and to do all that God's called you to do and experience more than you could ever experience on your own. So there are some people who maybe based off of the title will think that maybe, maybe make an assumption that this is about like sitting around and waiting on God. It's not that at all. It really is working by the power of God's grace. And it's all about looking at what are the gifts of that grace that we're able to walk and work in with God and dismantling all the burdens that come with the grind because there's lots of them, right? Hi there. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is a bit different. It's very conversational. However, the content is very rich. I have invited one of my best friends and also is the best-selling author of Grace Over Grind, Shape Minds. Come to talk about a couple of things. One, what does it look like when we walk in grace with God? What does it mean grinding over our career job life versus when we are flow in God's grace and pursue after what he has called us to do? We also talk about what does it mean to receive or to give both require grace. Have you heard of this saying, God will never give us more than we can handle. Now, we're going to tell you something quite different than this. Also, working by God's grace in his rest doesn't mean sitting around doing nothing. Before we check with Shay, let me read her bio to you, okay? Shay Bynes is a passionate storyteller, mentor, and strategist who equips leaders to be catalysts for transformation in the marketplace. Known as a chief fire igniter, Shay co-founded Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Movement in 2012. And her most popular book, Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where Grinding Cannot. It's shifting the way people live, work, and engage the world around them. Whether she's sharing on platforms publicly or consulting privately, you can expect Shay to deliver an abundance of truth with love, grace, and contagious joy. You will hear a lot of laughter in this episode, and I cannot wait for you to dive into the content. Now, let's check with Shay. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Jay, welcome back to the show. It is always good to be with you, Kelly. So thanks for having me again. And a huge congratulations that, that your fifth edition of Grace Over Grind book is out and hugely successful as well. Thank you. It has been a uh, wild and wonderful few days, a few weeks, you know, kind of coming off the other side of a very intense few weeks, but it's been really good. I've been super uh, blessed by, especially 
people who've read the book before who are now reading the expanded and see, like hearing their, you know, getting that feedback from a from a different different edition and just new people that are being introduced to the message of working by the power of God's grace. So it's all goodness. And so I'm looking forward to talking about it. Okay. So I'm gonna ask some questions that sure. on behalf of the, you know, some uh, audience viewers, they probably even haven't read your first edition. Okay. Right. So Fair. uh Especially uh, for me, you know, uh, book writing is not really not my thing. And <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, if you guys are watching us in YouTube video, you will figure out behind her, there are three books and she had more books. So she has, you know, God obviously really <laughs> bless her in these areas. You know, she just her words uh, is so flowing. It's so I don't know how do I, you know, even when I listen to her audio version, you just almost just feel like she just sat next to me, you know, and, and she just kind of talked to me. It's just very comfortable, but yet very convincing. Okay. I so, love that. Yes. Yeah. I love so that. so you if you that. guys haven't got her audio version that you need to anyway, so <laughs> now I got to ask some questions and I hope I don't put you on the spot. Uh, I don't mind being put on the spot. I love this stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I told I told you guys that for her will be a piece of cake anyway. <laughs> so let me ask you, what prompted you to write the fifth edition on the top of God Say So? Yeah. So this is a fifth anniversary. Just so I'm clear, it's a fifth anniversary edition. So it's only the second edition from uh, and it's five years after the first one. And so I really wrote it for three reasons. One is because after releasing the first one, you know, walking that out, mentoring people, getting feedback from readers, I started to realize that there was a thread of questions that I would get that were pretty similar in terms of as people were walking it out, some of the challenges that they were facing that they wanted answers for. And so I started to notice, you know, a trend of that. So I made note of those things. In fact, I went so far as to create like a quick audio course just to answer those questions because I really wanted to answer those questions for people. But I knew that eventually I would, when I did another edition that I would include, you know, those answers. The second reason was because I grew in living this thing out. And so there was things that I'd learned and experienced that I wanted to make sure that I shared. And then the third, which I guess is the most superficial of them, uh, is that, you know, five representing grace. I'm like, why wait? Like, this is the fifth anniversary, five representing grace. I just thought it was a really good time to go ahead and release it because at some point I was going to release it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a 10th anniversary expanded edition and a 20th year <laughs> expanded <laughs> edition because this is absolutely my life. It really is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now I kind of know because I, you know, sometimes when uh, author, they have a different, you know, edition coming out. I mean, they must have a reason. Some just kind of updated because the right. content, right? The nature of the content. Yes. So um, now, what would you say? I think here it's a question. When people, let's say they very first time, they kind of encounter this term of grace over grind, right? right. They got a this question of say, now, what does it mean? Because, you know, some people can interpret it as, oh, so I just flow with God's grace. I just kind of sit there and wait, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So, and it's like, I, 
and come to a point that I feel sometimes become a crutches that they don't take action by faith, yes. right? Yes. So absolutely. can you elaborate on this? Oh, absolutely. So the person who would think that clearly didn't read the book. Let's be so I'm going to be clear about that because the book is about working by the power of God's grace. And so it is absolutely uh, about the grace is that divine enablement to be all God's called you to be and to do all that God's called you to do and experience more than you could ever experience on your own. So there are some people who maybe based off of the title will think that maybe maybe make an assumption that this is about like sitting around and waiting on God. It's not that at all. It really is working by the power of God's grace. And it's all about looking at what are the gifts of that grace that we're able to walk and work in with God and dismantling all the burdens that come with the grind because there's lots of them, right? And so if we're going to be kingdom people, if we want to move and we want to be, you know, revealers of the goodness and the glory of God, and we want to do things with him, then the only way to do it with him is by the power of his grace. We can't do it in our own strength, trying to make all the things happen. And then at the end of the day, say to God, be the glory when everything points to, do you be the glory? You know? Yeah. So Shay, can you give us a, maybe an example? Yeah. Of kind of between flow with grace or grinding for result. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so Merriam-Webster dictionary, uh, the word grind's been used enough that it actually has a definition. It is excessive, hard work. So the grind means excessive, hard work. And if you want to think of it in biblical terms, I define it as also doing things primarily in your own strength, okay? Based off of your own, only off of your own abilities, of your own wisdom and all of those things. But when we're talking about doing business in the power of God's grace, we're talking about, I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to pull this up from the book, because I talk about these six benefits. We're talking about transcendent peace. So what does that look like to actually do business with the presence of God? You know, what does that practically look like? You know, abundant rest. How do we not work, 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 work for rest, but how do we work from the rest of God? You know, what does that look like practically? There's sustainable rhythms. How do you find that right tempo of working like in the timing of God? You know, for some, this goes back to something that you mentioned earlier. It's like, there's some people that it's like, they need to be sped up a bit. <laughs> and then there's other people that they need to be pulled back a bit. So the sustainable rhythms is all about kind of discerning what are those rhythms? What's the rhythm for the season? How to operate and function in that, regardless of which side of the equation that you're on, right? And so that's about sustainable rhythms. And remember, it's sustainable rhythms. <laughs> Keyword, sustainable. Keyword is sustainable rhythms, exactly. Faithful collaboration, divine favor. I mean, listen, as a child of God, like you are favored. And a lot of times we focus on trying to earn favor you know, from others, or whether it's earning favor from God, which is already given to you, or earning favor from man, when really, if we focused in on doing things with God in his presence, with his wisdom, with his insight, then we are aligning ourselves with his favor, which is way more than what we could try to make happen ourselves, whether that's relationally or trying to go after a particular deal or, you know, whatever. But how do we do that and move in the wisdom of God? And a lot of times I know, at least for me back the, you know, the reason why this book even came about was because I had to be transformed from doing things primarily in my own strength and not even, I didn't even really realize that God even cared about talking to me about my business. It's not like I was avoiding 
I just didn't even know it was a thing. And then for other people, they know that it's a thing, but they don't, you know, but it's like, well, I engage God in these other areas, but I, I've got it all together in business and I've got to make this thing happen on my own. So regardless of what's, you know, where someone's coming from, I mean, this is, this is to me, like, this is all about like, how do we practically walk this thing out with God? And it has been the testimony of my last, gosh, probably 13 years now, and it'll be the testimony of the rest of my life. And it's just something that's been really wonderful to be able to walk out in front of people and mentor other people in. Cause a lot of times you just don't, you don't know what you don't know, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, let me ask the next question. Um, yes. Again, it's on behalf of audience because yes. I know that sometimes they will say, but Kelly, what exactly the difference between let's say, okay, in this season, I know God want me to do this thing that say that call it a right yes and then oh i will like just you know really passionate and pursue after it and i'm doing it and yes naturally i'm working extra hours and all that what's that difference between that and let's say the other end is well i'm just don't get a result and i'm just working hard hustle hard and i couldn't get a result and I'm I'm working extra hours too. So yeah. what's the difference? How can we tell I am the A or I'm the B? Yeah. So, <laughs> so one of the things I talk about really early in the book, on, I think it's the chapter on transcendent peace, is the idea of doing business meetings with God, like actually engaging God as it relates to the practicals of your business. Because the thing is, I mean, there's some weeks that I that I have to work more hours than others. Some weeks I do. But even in the times that that's the case, I'm doing it based off of operating from the strategy that came from me hanging out with God about my business, not me assuming that, okay, these are all the things that I need to do. And so I'm going to put my list together and these are all the things. And I think I need to go this. I'm going to go buy this blueprint from this person. And I'm going to go put these 700 steps and I'm going to go make it happen. And I'm going to be on team no sleep. No, no, no. That's that's how I used to be. It was like, oh, it wasn't always about hours. It's, by the way, it's not just about hours. Like you can grind in 10 hours a week. So this isn't just an hours conversation. It's how do you work? Not just how many hours do you work? And so the big difference from like what you were laying out there is in one example, the, it was probably not any engagement with God to get his mind and his heart concerning what it is that you're doing, maybe operating out of a lot of assumptions of, you know, of what it should be or what it could look like, and then running hard after it versus the other idea, which is actually to sit with God, to engage God concerning business, to get his insight towards something so that you can get, because here's the thing, once you get alignment with his mind and his heart concerning your business, it opens up a whole new realm of possibilities of, in your partnership with him. You're able to dream with him and you're dreaming with him, not dreaming outside of him. And then, you know, going after something that may not have anything to do with the areas that he's called you to, right? So this is about alignment and we can't get alignment without spending time with God. And we also can't cultivate greater in, um, awareness of our own identity so that we're working from identity and not like trying to work to prove and all of that. That comes in that intimacy with God as well. So there's all of the goodness that comes when we find ourselves working in him. That scripture, Kelly, that um, the scripture that like set this whole thing off for me is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Now, this scripture commonly known 
where it's Jesus is saying, come to me, all of those who are weary and heavy laden. He says, I'll give you rest. And he talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I don't have the whole thing memorized. But what I do have memorized was hearing it in the message. <laughs> and it is, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And so when you think about that, all the wits, walk with me, work with me, keep company with me. I've got unforced rhythms of grace. I mean, that was the invitation that I'm like, I need to know about that. <laughs> and it changed everything. It really did. Yeah. And that keyword is with. 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 I think. Yes. Um, Often the spirit of religion is like, okay, I need to work for. For, yes. For God. That's right. Right? That's right. Uh, so oh, I, I, oftentimes it causes actually we for people because we want to be accepted by people. Yeah, right? absolutely. And now I want to kind of turn a little angle. Yeah. Because I often... Mention to my audience and my clients say, you know, uh, when we often say God's grace and favor, and but God's grace and favor for me, accompanying with the in season assignment, right? Yes, right. Yes. So yes. I love the story in your book that you mentioned about your MacBook Pro. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing when people now, if they see this video, they go to your website. And they did not know shave from before, right? Right. They would just say, well, she can say whatever she wants now because she is all put together now. What I mean <laughs> is the video, you know, the viewers, right. they just come to encounter us now, right? Yes, so, 10 years later, right? Exactly, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. It's such an overnight yeah. success after 10 years, right? Right. So would you mind share that story? Because for me, that story is, is a couple of things. Well, I don't want to kind of yeah, like, spill the thing. Okay. Yeah, I like I like her tell the tell the story, and yes. then then we talk about it. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so in the beginning of Kingdom Driven LLC, which is the company for the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Movement, now understand that I had a business before I stepped into what God called me to with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, but He also called me to stop doing my other business. So I was turning off a revenue stream to walk into something that wasn't making much revenue at all. Like very, very little. Cause this is a first, this is like first year story. And I remember being working at my desk and my daughter, my, my oldest daughter came and accidentally, you know, spilled her water all over my MacBook. And I was like, Oh, cause that thing was shorted and I could not turn that thing on and it was gone. And I didn't have money laying around to be spending, you know, over a thousand dollars on it to replace it. And I'm like, I don't know, but I have to work. Like, what, what am I going to do? You know? And one of the things as I was praying about it, the Lord really put on my heart to do something that was super uncomfortable for me. And that was to ask a friend of mine to buy me a laptop. I did not want to do that at all. I didn't want to ask her for that. You know, I mean, it's not a small purchase. You're not asking someone to buy you dinner. You're asking them to buy you a over $1,000 laptop, right? So I really had to struggle with the Lord on that for a little bit, but he, he eliminated the pride. It was like, he was like, 
you know, this is uh, this is an open door for you. This is the solution I'm giving you. So are you going to be prideful about it or are you going to walk in, you know, what I've given you to do? And I called that friend and uh, and she was delighted to buy a laptop for me. And in fact, she said, which one do you want? I ended up with a MacBook Pro. You know, she's like, which one do you want? And she thanked me for the opportunity to bless me with that. And I'm thinking, I never would have done that. But it was, it was, it was, it was this God strategy of there's, I mean, he could have chosen anyone. He chose someone who was going to, with gratitude, say, this is helpful for me. I'm doing this. And this is also helping me too. And I, you know, and so it's just kind of wild how he does that. So I got an upgrade. I got an upgraded machine <laughs> and I didn't have the finances at that time, you know? And it's just like, it was just the, it was just the, the favor of God and the willingness to lay down pride to ask, you know, for help in an area that I just didn't want to ask for help. And the thing was, Kelly, the the uncomfortable thing for me was here I am. I've left the other business behind. I'm saying my testimony is I'm following the leading of the Lord. I'm thinking here's the pride. It wasn't just about asking for help. It was like, what does this testimony look like when I'm saying I'm following the leading of the Lord, but I'm also saying, by the way, can you buy me a laptop? So I was very concerned. It wasn't just about asking for help. I mean, that was part of the issue because of the price point on the asking for help. But more than that was the fact that I was prideful about what does this mean for my testimony? Because I wouldn't have written my testimony that way. So I had to lay down the pride, follow God and watch him orchestrate something really beautiful there. Okay, Shay, before I'm going to say what I'm going to say originally, now I yeah. kind of have another sub-question. Okay. So, since it happened, yeah, what does that do to you personally? Meaning, like, because a similar thing happened to me before. So, will you, will you say you, re- you really now kind of understand in the different meaning of what is mean, uh, God's generosity. Yes. yes. If somebody now um, you flip the the role, if somebody now in me, and then if you if somebody call you up, say, "Well, Shay, God asked me to call you." What would you say? Before we move on the conversation, did you know we publish weekly videos in our YouTube channel? The channel is designed to equip leaders like you to become that Christian CEO that God has called you. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Kelly Father Show or just go to youtube.com key in my name, Kelly Father. Then you can find our channel easily. If you are there, would you please considering subscribe, like, and comment on the videos that will really help us to grow the channel and serve more entrepreneurs like you. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Well, so here's the thing. My, I really have grabbed hold of this revelation that I'm called to be a distribution center in the kingdom of God. Yes. And so what does that look like? That means I don't own anything. I'm a steward of any resource, tangible or intangible resource. And But, the, but in order to do that, I have to have both hands open like for both directions. I have to be willing and able to graciously receive increase. And I also have to be willing to, you know, give, you know, so wherever God's calling for, I have to have both. I can't stop up. I can't stop it up, stop up the flow in one direction because I'm unwilling to receive, but I'm willing to give 
or I'm I'm willing to receive, but I won't give. I might've said the same thing twice, but I meant the opposite. But it's like, you've got to have that flow through. And so I, so having that revelation to me now, it's just, it's not a big deal for me to receive or to give. But at that time, that was tough. That was tough. Exactly. And that's why when we say that um, it doesn't matter to give or to receive. Yeah. Both sides require grace. That's right. And it both sides, it require humility. Yep. And obedience as well. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I just thank you so much for sharing because I, sure. I think that it just, uh, when I read that, I was just, I was smiling because years, years ago, I think 10, 15 years ago, we, we, we also were in the you know in the place that uh we need help financially. And God sent my mentor from Singapore flew to Vegas. And one day she just, you know, said, Oh, let's go shopping. And I said, I thought she wanted to go shopping because right, you know, she came from <laughs> Singapore. So right. we brought her to the Ale Mall. And then uh, our kids, you know, were, you know, they they were like in their, you know, uh, toddler age. And then she said, no, everybody go to Grab's clothes and, you know. And then, so my husband and I, we just kind of standing there, like, don't know what to do. And she said, including you too. <laughs> and I remember I stood there, I was crying and I did not know what to do. I, I just kind of like got frozen. Yeah. You know, because also that seasonal time is, we were following what God asked us to do. Yes. So here's the thing. That's another thing I want to mention. Thank you, yeah. Holy Spirit. It's, it doesn't mean when you are following what God asks you to do, it will be easy. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoever said that? I mean, <laughs> and the, first of all, the Bible doesn't say that. Like, there's no scripture that says that. You know, it's like, no, it's not. I find it to be simple because I find life in the kingdom to be simple, but not easy. I mean, you will be consistently challenged, consistently stretched, consistently having to like increase. Like we have, it's, this is a progressive life. We're going from one level of faith to the next level of faith. We're going from one level of strength to the next level of strength. We're going from one level of glory to the next level of glory. This thing doesn't stop. And so there's always like, like I, I tell people when someone asked the other day about grace over grind and saying, oh, so, you know, can you like master this? Is it like, <laughs> oh, you know, you just got it. And I'm like, as soon as you think you've got it, you messed up, right? Because that's not how this works. It's not how it works. This is a progressive life in him. We're talking about doing life, doing business with an infinite eternal God. We can't ever think that we've made it and that now we've got all the things figured out to do all the things. As soon as we're like that, then it's like, we're going back to the grind then. Now I'm, re I'm relying on my own self again. That's not the life we're called to live. So this is a perfect segue for another question. And actually, it's not a question for me. Again, I just want to bring it up because I know a lot of people talk about this. Sure. People often say, God doesn't give you more you can handle, right? And also that people say, you know, um, the Christian's life is really boring. And I really- Lies, I, really I say. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so now- Sister, talk about yes. that. Talk about God doesn't give you more than you can handle. 
I think that is the most bizarre phrase because the, I mean, that's, that's also grind too, by the way, like, oh, I can handle this. Like in all things, I've got this handled. No, you don't. He gives, it's like, this is why we do like in him with him. We can't, he does give us stuff that we can't handle on our own. In fact, I'm sure that the people, many people who actually operate life like that end up in depression, stress, like all kinds of things, because they're taking on a burden that literally does not exist for them. Because Jesus says, I have that. And so when soon as we take that, and it's like, oh, he doesn't give me more than he can handle, then it's like, oh, we're going to care. We'll carry our own burden because God said I can handle it. I didn't see that in the scripture either. And but you I remember- did see that his grace is sufficient for us. Yeah, I but then they're going to call that verse of, I can do all things. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. In him, through Christ, who gives me strength, not in my own capabilities, but in him, through him. And you know, it's funny on this topic real quick, is that one thing that I find interesting, Kelly, also that I just want to free somebody from that might do this, is that they're they're walking things out and doing their best to like be responsive to the Lord. And, you know, and then they, they have something that doesn't work well. It could have been a mistake. It could have been something they misunderstood or just didn't work out the way they thought. And then instead of actually staying with God as a solution giver and partner here, then taking on the burden of, uh, See, I was trying to follow God. I messed it up. Now I need to go figure it out because that's my fault. And it's like, no, you don't go, you don't go to work by the power of God's grace to then say, oh, little slip up. So now I'm going to go back to the grind and then try to figure it all out on my own because now I have to face the repercussions. No, he's, he's Emmanuel, God with you. It's like, he wants to be there with you in it, through it, you know? And I think it's important for us to not take on burdens that are not ours to carry. Yeah, I really love it. Uh, Cause I know that I heard that so often, right? Um, that, you know, just a moment ago, right? She just mentioned, this is, it's a forever journey. It's, there's no place that we say, oh, I have made it. You know, I have made it. I can master this. Yeah. Uh, so the moment, you know, if you thought of that, then, then you are in the wrong place, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Shay, go ahead. I, I was gonna say there's levels like I I look at mastery as like a trajectory. So it's like you can, so when I look at this, I'm like, okay, so there was an invitation to do to do business and life with God like this. I accepted the invitation. I'm gonna walk this out. And then there was some fruitfulness from learning how to do that. And then I also realized, oh, I'm actually called to this life. This is more than just an invitation. This is like a mandate, like this is. I'm called to this in kingdom life. And then after walking it out and like it being fruitful in my life, I was able to multiply it because I was able to then impart that into other people. And then after that, it's like, now you're seeing that multiplication in others' lives. And then you're in a trajectory of mastery. Not you haven't mastered. You haven't mastered. However, you're in like this progression where there's all this, where you can continue to multiply that, multiply that, multiply that. And that looks different from the first stage of the, of, you know, of that. So it's just, it's just, if you just look at it like a journey, as opposed to a destination, as I think is a really healthy way to approach it. That's why I'm like, no, I'm on grace over grind level, like 8.0 now, but I will be on grace over grind level something 
for the rest of my life, to be clear. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I was just thinking like, um, I don't know. It just followed me. I just <laughs> thought of the, you know, the, the video game, the, the computer game or something, you know, it, it, you saw that you already arrived some point and then, well, you had to go, you continue and you had new challenges and stuff like that. Yes, you unlock, you like unlock another level. Right. And I can think of the various times in my life where I was like, oh, I've unlocked the next level. Like it was a running joke in our household where I'll be like, oh, we've unlocked Grace of a Grind level 2.0 now. You know, it's like we have to walk this thing differently. It's going to look different in this season. You know, we're going to have to learn some new lessons. We're going to learn some more things about God and who we are and how we do this. You know, it's it's an ongoing thing. It's an adventure. Yeah, exactly. And I just love what you just mentioned about uh, multiplication. Yes. I thinking faithfulness is multiplication. Yes. If God called us to do, let's say, certain assignment, even let's say, okay, you are now good at certain thing that God is asking, but the next level is God said, well, now go multiply, right? Yes. So for your case, it's now you see the ripple effects of in other people's life. That's right. And, and maybe the next stage is, you know, uh, network with the bigger platform and that even more people to yeah uh, to apply these territories like different areas yeah right right so yeah. you guys can see this is nonstop so <laughs> well I I don't know we po- we probably poked uh, your bubble you know you saw that maybe after this after I read her book and then I can figure this all out and then that will be finish the book then will be a kind of period well guys know. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is a sound sounds not really well encouragement or not encouragement. Uh, <laughs> it's all how you frame it. It's all how you frame it. Exactly, exactly. And I love that the other day, uh, when we were in, because I was in the igniter, uh, one of their group, the yeah. uh, sustain and scale that group, and yes. I think one of a lady asked something like. A challenge or or how do you do that? And then your answer is, well, that's not a challenge. That's just that's just a part of a business. Yeah, which we were talking about obstacles. Oh, and obstacle, I was like, not, yes. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about obstacles. Like, well, that's not really an obstacle. It's just part of the process, you know, and there's solutions for that. And you've just got to work through that. But you know, but sometimes we create, we create things. You know, it's about how, how how are we, what's the lens on it? It's why I consistently, I ask the Lord all the time, what is your lens on this? What's your perspective on this? It is a frequent question that I ask the Lord, because I know that if I look at it from heaven's lens, then at that point, I can shift whatever stinking thought that I might have concerning it and align myself with a higher thought, an accurate thought concerning how to approach a situation, a person, you know, whatever that looks like. So that is a frequent question that I ask. And by the way, that other thing you brought up where you're like, like Christian life is boring. I think this whole conversation ought to be proof of the fact that that's not the case because it's a, it's a, it is a, I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. I, this thing is a not boring. Life is not boring. I don't know. Sometimes I'm not I, bored. I, I feel I'm in the boot camp still. <laughs> You know, what's crazy about that is that I, and I really, I really feel that uh, personally too, because it's like, you know, I'm not even the CEO of the company in which I co-founded anymore. And it's like, as soon as you get to a point of like, oh, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing here. And okay, I see vision and okay, we're going to walk out. He's like, okay, you're done. Like you're done with that. 
we're raising up someone else here because I have something new for you. And then the new thing is like, oh, well, that's new. That's different. I don't have the skill set for that, Lord. Well, what is this? And now I'm I'm back to that very humble <laughs> posture. I'm like, Lord, I need you because I don't know how to do this. Right on the tail end of something that I was getting to like, a, I kind of know how to do this. I've multiplied this already. So now I'm in this stage having these conversations right now is multiplying for me. But the other things that he's called me to do outside of these conversations about grace over grind is all new territory that I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that you know <laughs> what you're doing. Right. And so, but, but, but like I said, that's not boring. Yeah. That's it's what I say. In the stretch. Exactly. It's <laughs> the, the way that God is growing us is almost like the ceiling have become flow again. Yeah. That, you know, just like what she said, okay, I kind of know now this kind of thing, the grace over grind message. But then what we don't know is behind the scene that when God asks her to do something else, and I'm in the same boat at the moment too, you know, so then thing I said, okay, Laura, so we got scale these things. Laura said, no, 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 we're going to move to the other direction. Oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, uh, and that's where that's why keep our knees on the floor, and, and yes, that's precisely how we grow, really. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, it's in Him we live, in Him we move, in Him we have our very being. You know, I mean, this is this is the adventure of life with Him. And when you think about it, I mean, especially you know, when we're talking to people who say Jesus is my Lord and Savior, if we are actually going to represent, represent Him. And in our lives and our spheres of influence, then there's got to be evidence of his involvement, evidence of like, there should be like some signs, some wonders, some miracles surrounding what's going on in your business, because it, there, it testifies to the nature of who he is, you know? And so to me, it's like, if we're, if we're kingdom folks, if we say Jesus is our Lord and savior, then the only way to go is with. It's not for in my own strength. It's not being led by the money, led by the expert, led by all the opportunities, led by the whatever. It's led by the Holy Spirit. It's the only way. Yeah, exactly. By the way, just a shameless commercial talk about it. Yeah. After this episode, you guys who were here the very close to the Easter uh, that week. We actually interview, you know, some of the you know, our kingdom entrepreneurs, yeah. uh, fellows that they share the miracle and stories in their business. Yes. So just so you know that this is a kind of comment, you know. Yes. Uh, and if you say, hey, but I feel bad. There's no miracle happening in my business. Well, you know, I want to say that don't feel bad. It's you are listening or watching this episode, not by accident. First of all, go to grab the book. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, then we trust that you will start to taste what is really a grace over grind the business yes. can look like. Yes. Shay, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. So good. Yeah. So we will uh, put the links, everything, you know, uh, yeah, either in the YouTube. Grind. Yeah, in the uh, graceovergrind.com. Yep. Yeah. And or pretty much anywhere sale book. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> 
right. And she have you know she have all different kind of uh, you know paper, uh, digital copy, and also yeah. have audio book as well. Uh, yeah. So let us know and then leave a review. Let us know that how did you like the episode and like the book. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Shay. Thanks, Kelly. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.